Hi, I'm Daryl Urbanski, and welcome to the Best Business Podcast. My mission is to help create 200 new multimillionaire business owners. How? You'll do better when you know better. In my interviews, you'll hear from self-made millionaires, seven-figure business owners, authors, and world-class experts sharing how they did it so you can too without experiencing the same obstacles they did. Now, if you like this interview, please share it with a friend you think will benefit. They'll appreciate it, and I will as well. You can also connect with me on social media. Look for Daryl Urbanski, D-A-R-Y-L, Urban Ski, U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I, and add me so we can be friends. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy what I've prepared for you right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always, and today we have a repeat guest, Miyoko Taylor. And Miyoko is an internationally recognized number one best-selling author, entrepreneur, and personal development coach. He works out of New Jersey with people from all across the world, inspiring them to find their amazing and tap into their hidden potential. He aims to educate and empower others through speaking, coaching, and neuro-linguistic programming. In particular, his mission is to help 100 million people take charge of their lives, find their passion, and unlock the greatness within. I've asked him to join us here today to talk about how to build a platform around our passions and our authentic selves, how to get known as the go-to people for what we want to do. So, Miyoko, thank you for joining us, my friend. How are you doing? I am awesome, Daryl. How about yourself, man? I'm good. I, people can probably tell I've got a bit of a cold, but otherwise, everything's good. It's on the tail end out, so, you know, it's, it sounds a lot worse than it is. Uh, but other than that, I'm, I got very little to complain about, so uh, life is pretty good. Awesome. But, I'm interested in this topic because there are a lot of people out there that are, you know, there's a lot of people talking about how to build a list or build a platform and get known, and you've got a different spin on it, and I want to know how is an authentic way different than an inauthentic way? Absolutely. So so the, the main difference is that we as people, and, and, and to understand where I'm going with this, let me backtrack a little bit. Hmm. When you're looking at a lot of these personal development people, uh, speakers, leaders, teachers, business gurus, all these people, one of the mistakes that we make is we try to become these people instead of taking the knowledge and the expertise that they give us and applying it to our authentic selves and who we truly are. So that's one of the mistakes that we make. So what happens is we get temporary success and then we hit a roadblock and then we wonder why certain things that may have worked one or two years ago are no longer working. And the big problem is, is you haven't built, built that authentic, loyal following that represents, you haven't pr- positioned yourself in the marketplace as who you are, what your beliefs are, what your core values are, what you what you represent, what your life experiences are. And I think that's truly important and that's something that people are missing today. If you really look at how business is being done and, and um, how leadership is being talked about, you often hear people say, you know, we want more authentic, authenticity. We're tired of, you know, the bubblegum uh, leadership presentations and you know how to grow your list this way like me because I'm successful and I made all this money um, but the real the real way to build an organic following and mm. be that thought leader in your particular industry is the power of your experience mm. and I cannot stress that enough because that is one of the things that's going to be unique to you mm. nobody has your experience I mean, it may be similar, but nobody has your particular story, and this is what people are going to resonate with. This is how you create that brand, and not only that consumer, you're going to create a multi-generational um, household of, of consumers and people that buy your product. It's interesting how you look at um, consumers and product now. Back in the day, man, it, it was like we were drinking the same sodas that our parents were drinking, and 
you know, if you have kids now, your kids are drinking the same soda that you were drinking. If you really look at how business is now, we're not creating that multi-general cons- generational consumer anymore. Hmm. It's that that one and done. It's it's p- cranking out product. I'll give you a perfect example. I was um, playing with my Apple uh, iPhone today. I have an iPhone iX. Well, they are cranking out this new these new phones and this software. Well, the volume on my ringer doesn't work. And sometimes the sound of my text messages work. <laughs> so I make it a text and not even know who it is. And that's a thousand dollar phone. Right. And my point is, is when, you know, the late Steve Jobs was here, one of the things that he focused on was quality. He didn't immediately push out a phone right away. You may have had to wait three to four years for another iPhone because he made sure everything was right. He made sure the consumer was satisfied and the quality was there. Mm. And that that created a brand, a great product, and he had more you had more customers then. Mm. So what I'm saying is when you are building a platform, when you do it based on authentically who you are, you are going to it's a little uh, it's a more longer coming, but it's going to be a lifelong experience. You're going to create generational consumers. Not only that, you're going to create people that whenever you put out something or, or a course or a product or you put out a message that you that you want to resonate with people, they're already there because they know who you are. Hmm. Um, so, so a lot of my a, a lot of my clients and people that follow me when I speak to them. Oftentimes, it's like they already know me because mm. they've listened to a podcast or they they've read an article mm. or they they have they've had a referral for someone else. So it's like I get a lot of people that say, you know, what? It's I feel like I already know you because that's the message. That's the value that I want to give to them. I don't want them to feel like they are talking to a stranger or this, this is some new brand offering them something that everybody else is. I want them to feel like that they are stepping into wow, this is somebody that uh, I feel like I know you. I feel like I resonate with you already, and, and, and it's a very comfortable and a connected feeling. We're not connecting to our consumer anymore. We're just not. And as an entrepreneur and as somebody that is building a brand, it is important that you connect with people. That's where the currency is, man. Currency is in the connections. It's not in the product itself. It's how you make people feel. And this is what we're missing out on today, man. Yeah, there's a couple really good gems in what you said because, first of all, um, yeah, a lot of people think you get a customer to make a sale, but they don't realize you you make a sale to get a customer. So if a sale is a golden egg, the customer is the goose who lays them. So if I'm selling protein powder, right, I'm not just trying to make a sale. I'm trying to get someone to buy my protein so I can get them to buy it every month or come to me every time they need a refill. And like you're talking about, it's the money's in that longer-term relationship. I really like what you said also about how uh, like building the brand because I, I have a bit of a beef with brand marketers because I mm-hmm. feel like brand marketing is a way to hide behind results. So a sales rep can't say I, you know, I made 40 calls and I made no sales, but I'm putting the brand out there, right? That's not going to fly with the manager and with <laughs> advertising. Exactly. That's what it is. Advertising is about bringing people through the door. Whenever I see like there's a marathon and someone sponsored, they get the little logo on the bottom of the banner. I'm like, you know, really that was the hopefully that was to make a relationship with the people organizing the event. They're not really hoping to make anything off of having their logo on the banner because no one's going to, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't mean anything to anybody. That's like being well-dressed at a party sitting in the room and not talking to anybody. 
So I like that because it, when you build the brand, the brand is your relationship. It's based on the interactions. You and I have a brand with each other over time exactly. that's been established. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and here's what I want people to understand. Nowadays, the way that it should be done, and it, it's not even just nowadays, the way that it should be done is that people actually buy the experience. It's, it's not the product anymore. It's the experience. So this is what people are buying into. How do you make them feel? You know, how at the end of the day, what was their experience with the company or with the brand? That's what people are going to remember, because if it was just a product, it could be a great product. But if you made them feel um, inadequate, if the customer service was horrible, if they didn't have that great experience, they are not going to be a repeat consumer. What you're going to find find is that person drops off from your brand. And I'm saying consumer, it could be a product. It could be a service. It could be any type of level of value. Um, that you may be able to give, but you're not concerned about how you are making your consumer or the client or the person feel. And this is generational. This does not matter your race, your color, your profession. This transcends every industry, mm-hmm. period. Yeah, you got to be about what you're doing. And you got to be, that's part of it. You got to be about it, like for the sake of doing it. I think part of what attracts people to me. Is I mean I do I've been doing the same thing for years now where I did it even before I was good at it I would just do it for free for people you know what I mean so it's like I think that's a real valuable thing if you're in it just to make some I mean obviously we all got to pay bills at the end of the day you know and I get that and it's about sales and leads and marketing but it kind of comes through I, the authenticity part that's part of why I wanted you to open up on that because we've all had experiences with companies where it comes across like they're just trying to get my money you know like you you just comes across as really sort of inauthentic. And sometimes it depends on the, the value of the thing. Like what I mean is uh, I'm in the Philippines right now and I often try to like go from A to B and I just hop in a trike, right? It's like a guy with a motorbike that's got, you know, it's like a, anyway, it's got like a third wheel type mm-hmm, thing attached mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. And that's not, like I'm just trying to get where I'm going. So it's, you know, it's not, I don't necessarily care so much, but it, sometimes guys, you can tell they're just trying to extort you for mass amounts of money. When you, you're like, buddy, I, I take this trip every day. I know it's not, you know, I know it's not 20 bucks. I know it's a $5 trip or whatever, right? So it's it's important to be that authentic because that's why people come to you. Like, you go to your friend's house and hang out because that's where you go to have a good time. You go where you, you know, you go to this place to buy whatever. Every time you buy flowers for your girl, you go here because they've got the best flowers and they give the best deals. It's just like they're all about it. It's not... It, it's more authentic, like that's who they are. When you go to spend your money on something, if you have the choice between three options and one is kind of new and just figuring it out and we all have to start there anyways, right? So there's a newbie who's charging what everyone else charges. There's a guy that's kind of in it, but he's really just trying to make a bunch of money and you know, it's, that's his goal and the prices are higher, but the quality is the same. And then there's a person who maybe charges in the middle of the three, but they've been at it for 20 years and they just kind of, you know, like they've got all this wealth of experience. You want to get that because you know that they're going to be more familiar more experienced and you know and they just live and breathe and eat this stuff like i remember when i was training martial arts i had a potential to choose between different teachers and one guy was a single guy who had been doing it for 15 years and he just like was all about it or i could go to the mcdojo up the street you know that's there and it's pretty and they got you get what i mean like one was built to make money the other one was all about it and yeah. Consumers today it, are so savvy, and it's 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 interesting that you're saying that because it, the word experience still keeps ringing in my ears. It's really all about the experience, and you can't mm-hmm. really give someone that particular experience. One, if you don't have a vision; two, if you don't have a definitive voice or a message 
or -hmm. something that's going to resonate with people. And three, you have to connect with them. You know, they have to be able to relate to you. And this is what people are missing. Mm. And they're wondering why sales are down in their organizations or as entrepreneurs, they're not as successful because they're not being themselves. It sounds so simplistic, but I'm telling you, so many people are trying to emulate what somebody else is doing, um, this expert coaching platform that's going to make you six figures in 30 days or um, how to build a list of five to 10,000 people in 24 hours, all these particular things. And just like there are get rich schemes on the infomercials and QVC and all these home shopping networks, it's the same thing in the coaching industry, the personal development industry, business, um, uh, healthcare any industry that you want to you want to talk about the same thing applies and people are still trying to follow you know follow the leader and the leader is following them somewhere that's not going to be effective and this is why we have this vicious vicious cycle in this uh chain of events where it's it's just a vicious cycle for them they never experience the prog- the progress in their business um, and their professions that they desire and this is why this is a very very big reason why and that's what decided me to and that's why I decided to create you know a course you know that would that offer a solution uh, to these people man mm. so what do you recommend to people who are starting out and struggling I recommend with them and I think I may have covered it a little bit on the uh, the first time I've been on the show and thanks again for having me back mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things is people don't know where they're going. Their vision is distorted. Um, Like I was saying before, they fall into these programs and these courses that say that they're going to be this amazing coach and make all this money and, you know, four to six months. And I'm going to tell you now, it takes work unless you have a massive following that you can convert already. Uh I mean, it takes a lot of work. You're going to build it. You're going to have to build that platform, you know, by yourself, grassroots style. And I I think that's the big deception. And what happens is people make that vision as their own and it's not someone else's. Uh So you have to determine what your vision is. That's first and foremost. Mm, I agree. And, you know, before I even had this podcast, I was, I was fortunate enough to talk to some of the people behind Salesforce and the growth of that, that, that business and one of the things that came out of that conversation that they had learned is that until businesses are around one to five million dollars a year they said at least in their experience they don't really know who their customers are or why they're coming to them and that blew my mind because wow a million dollars a year that's a fair amount of volume do you know do you you know what i mean like do a million dollars yeah, but that's where you get these companies that are doing like a hundred million a year or fifty million a year. They are really clear on who their customer is and why they come to them. Because the biggest inhibitor to growth is that okay, all things being considered equal, people want to do business with their friends. All things not so equal, people still prefer to do business with their friends. So how do you infiltrate? How do you walk if you're a teenager, how do you go to a new high school and all of a sudden instantly become the popular kid? Do you know what I mean? Like how do you go and meet a new group of people? How do you how do you go into a new country, a new association, a new city, a new town? How do you just step in and have a way to not ruffle too many feathers but still be like, hey, you know, anyone that's interested in tuna salad, I got the best tuna salad in the world right here. Come for a free sample. And that's just an example. But how is that? And so that's the thing is they're not really in, in dialed in on who their customer is. They're not really dialed in with who the customer is or what the pain point is. And that so a lot of these businesses, you can grow million dollar businesses based off personal relationships, you know, endorse, mm-hmm. you know, people endorsing you and saying you do a good job and just kind of being out there and just a lot of hustle and grind that's focused. 
But to have a real business, you need to figure out that way to, to get someone that's completely new, never met you before, doesn't know the difference between you and you know Tom or Joe, and have them get to know you, your story, what you're about, and why you're different than the competitors, and then trust you enough to give you their hard-earned money to help them with blank in their life. And that's the part where, when you talked about being authentic, that's really important. I mean, that's uh, scientific advertising. Claude Hopkins, there we go. Claude Hopkins is made famous for Schlepp's beer, I think it was, where he really just outlined the story of what they go through to make the beer. And it wasn't necessarily different than any of their competitors, but the mm -hmm. competitors weren't sharing that story. And it was an authentic story for them, like, you know, how long they, you know, how they cure the hops and how they, how they transport it from A to B and all the care that goes into it and what kind of materials they use in the process. And so that's, that's, I think that's an important part of it to be in it and like... Well well, yeah, they, they, what they did is they allowed their consumer to be involved in the process. And, uh -huh. and, and that's what, that's what many, many businesses, and I'm just going to keep harping on entrepreneurship because I'm, I'm sure a lot of your listeners are entrepreneurs or in some type of form of owning their own business. Uh -huh. um, that's one of the biggest, biggest steps that a lot of people skip. You know, they go business, 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 sales, sales, sales. But at the end of the day, it's just, okay, who are you? What do you represent? How did you come up with this particular brand? What does your brand represent? Where are we going? Where is where is this brand going? Uh, well, as as the as a consumer, where are you taking me? What is the experience going to be like with you? Mm. And I think that's a very very important component. Yeah, I like that because that's what gets a lot of buy-in for Elon Musk stuff. Where where are we going? I mean, SpaceX going to Mars. That's just it sparked dreams of a ton of people. Tesla helping the planet get off of fossil fuels. I mean, that's sparked the interest of a ton of people. So it's where are we going and that experience. It's that newness, that new technology, the, the fascination with all that stuff. That's really part of what brings it out. So I think those are good. You know, and sometimes I struggle with, because with, we know all the stuff about building a following. Like, we've already been talking to Harpoon on this here. And I'd like to know some of your thoughts on how that applies. Because, you know, we're, we're big on building a list and building a following and nurturing people and all that. But, I mean, I... The holidays, at the time of this recording, the holidays were over like a month ago. And I, mm -hmm. when I went to come home, I just bought a ticket, you know. I wasn't a lead on anyone's list. Nobody nurtured me. You know what I mean? There wasn't like, you get what I mean? Like, I just went and bought one. Like, it happens <laughs> all the time. Like, sometimes I'm like, how did that happen? Because people are like, oh, well, you got to build a list and nurture them and stuff. And I'm kind of like, yes and no, but you just have to like, it doesn't take a whole day to recognize sunshine. So that's why I say like, you just got to bet what you're about because... When it just comes through, like you just tell, you talk about Apple. When you walk into the Apple store, you get you get a sense of of you know their their sense, their feel. Like you say, the experience it's totally different than if you walk into like a PC computer parts store versus an Apple store. I mean, so I would ask them a question, and because I, I do agree with you, uh, we we spoke more over on how people say, you know, um, take my course, build this list in 30 days, however long. Right. A certain astronomical number of people on a list. But my question is, before you even start to build that list, what is your purpose for the people that are on that list? Mm. I mean, what is your what is your 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 main objective? Is it to just have a bunch of people that you're converting a product to to make money? Because if that's what your business is, you definitely have a very shallow firm format. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a churn. That's a churn and burn. Uh, type of business. Mm -hmm. um, and usually it often leads to a lot of turnover. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to really feel, and that's why I go back to vision and really having a purpose for what you're doing. Because once you do that and you attract those particular people that are drawn to your vision, uh, the purpose of the company, the mission, and the overall culture of what you're doing, mm-hmm. then when you put a product out and then, then you're on a list, you're going to see high conversions. You're going to see people, not only are they going to purchase your product, if you're a speaker and you decide to speak somewhere, you'll see start to see seats getting filled. Mm. Um, if you're doing workshops or doing online summits and things like that, you're going to start to see some of the same people that are purchasing your products, that are following you around, that are liking your Instagram posts, that are liking your Twitter feeds and all these different things. So it has to come from a place of authenticity, and I cannot stress that enough. That is the only way you're going to survive in your business and the near future. Mm, mm. So what do you think are some of the best habits or routines people that are extremely authentic have going on a regular basis? Well, one of the things, and I can definitely say for me is I'm constantly learning. Uh, Whatever, being in personal development, I cover so many different areas, but one of the things I always say is success is an inside job. So when I see anyone um, that comes to me, um, I'm, I'm lacking sales, Um, I want to start my own business or I'm having relationship issues, whatever it is. I often say to them, okay, that's great. I understand what you're here for, but what you're here for may not be exactly what you're here for. And then I explain it to them. So I go into a process and let them know every single problem that you have, whether it's professional or personal, it's something buried underneath the surface. Mm. It always is. It never fails. So with that being said, I constantly um, not – not only do I learn from my own experiences in life because I'm not perfect, I'm continuing to grow just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that I constantly do is I constantly educate myself, whether it's reading, whether it's analyzing my own experiences, whether it's um, surrounding myself with people like yourself and other people that truly value personal development that can give you insight and that you can grow with. And one of the reasons why I do that is the more I grow, the more value I can add to my particular clients mm. and my market, the more content that I can give that's actionable and applicable that they can really get some value from from day one. I'm not really big on just saying you can do it and be the best that you can be. And then I'm not showing you something or I'm not challenging you to take some form of action because motivation without action is simply hype. I say that so many times. Um, So I would say me, I'm always a student of learning. I think any thought leader, anybody in a position of power or authority um, or privilege, whatever you want to call it, should constantly be a student of learning. They should always be a student. I don't care if they're leading a country. I don't care if they're leading a corporation or a business, parent, whatever. You should always be in a place of learning. And in fact, everybody should. You know, Every human being should be in a place of learning. So that's one thing that somebody that's very authentic is always going to do mm-hmm. because they're always going to want to better themselves personally and professionally, and that is a trickling effect and their audience and their market directly benefits from that. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. And um, another thing is they're brutally honest. They're transparent. Mm. If I say if, if it's one thing that differ, I differ from a lot of other people, I am so transparent, man. I mean I can have a feature in Success Magazine and somebody will text me on Instagram and I'll respond to them on Instagram and I'll say, hey, you know what? Matter of fact, give me a call. doesn't matter who it is, but that's just the person that I am. I don't do that all the time, but just sometimes I'm like, you know what? Here's my number. Give me a call. 
What's what's going on? Well, is what's that transparency problem? or is that accessibility? Because to me, transparency it's, is being it's, it's it's accessibility. But what happens is when I speak to someone, I am very very transparent about my own experiences, mm, and and and, and that's what I mean. Like if if somebody calls me and they're they're telling me they're going through something, or um, I'm on a client call, I have no problem being transparent about uh, my own life to a healthy degree of where it's going to help me to resonate with that person, mm-hmm. um, especially in what I do in coaching and personal development and talking about um, leadership and mindset and limiting beliefs and all these different things. It is important for me to let my potential client know that these are things that even I still go through to this day. Mm-hmm. Just because I have these titles does not mean I've, I'm a master of all these things because personal development, you're going to be activating in a in a space of personal development until you stop breathing mm. i mean it's just reality nobody gets to the point where it's just like you know what i don't have to learn anything ever again in life oh that doesn't How of an existence would that be right well that's and it's the it's just it, it goes against natural law i mean evolution is a fact of life every day I mean, every day you change a little bit. Anyone that's had a kid or a plant or a pet knows that, that things continue to grow and evolve and progress. Absolutely. And that's the whole joy of the whole thing. It's like a story unfolding for you, you know, with you. So I really appreciate that, that transparency. It, it's funny. It reminded me, I, we, another guest we had on one of our shows was talking about, uh, I think it was Kim Barrett talking about Instagram marketing. You're saying one of the things that they found is that really nicely polished professional photos hurt conversions with Instagram ads because people couldn't relate to it. But if you had something like a photo that looked like a selfie or something you made with your phone, you know, mm-hmm. that you and your fam- friends and family, it, it got more attention and it was more real to people. And I think that's a big thing because in today it's so easy to prop up a website and buy like a templated site that's so pretty and shiny, you know, like, and people do judge things. I mean, that's a whole, people do judge things based on their looks and covers, but that's the thing is people do that so quickly that there's a lack of faith and confidence. And so that's where the authenticity lets people connect to you. And that's, again, that helps build that rapport. You know, if they know what you've gone through, what you've been about, if they know about your ups and downs, that is an anchor point for them. If you're willing to be vulnerable, you know what I mean? Then all of a sudden, absolutely, yeah, that suddenly that's something. And you have to be careful because to do that, you have to open yourself up to public criticism. I know a guy that was, uh, he was teaching people how to speak on stage and he confessed that his brother had walked in on him. He was 10 years old and him and a boy, a friend of his, another boy were like playing with each other, like exploring themselves section. His brother mm-hmm. like walked in and that's something like he was in a room of like 100 people and he's on stage wow. and he's, <laughs> and it was so funny because at the front was one of his, one of his, I guess one of the members of his coaching clients, she was a therapist. And like, uh-huh. they're, they're like when it came to the Q and A, she kept bringing it up again, and like, it's so good that you were able to talk about that, and it's such <laughs> like the closure. And he just kept every time he was just turning so red in front of everybody. But you know what was so funny is now when I see his marketing, it's funny because I like whatever. I don't really care. I don't care who you are, what you do, as long as behind closed door. And he's not gay, and it doesn't matter even if he were. But just confessing that moment that he was, you know, that was vulnerable for him. And it's funny because even though I knew what he was doing afterwards, I kind of do kind of pay attention to him a little bit. You know what I mean? It's like I know his story a bit more. It's like I know some of the dirty secrets he's got. So when I hear about something, I'm I'm paying closer attention, not even out of a, a space of judging. But do you know what I mean? Just because I'm like you said, I'm, I, I was involved like, man, he confessed that that's a big deal. I don't know if I well, could, you know, if I could confess something like that. And we've all done it. Right. Like we're all like whatever. We're all humans. But it's, you know, and so that's that vulnerable. But I'm sure out of an audience of 300 people, it's people that, I, I mean, I remember I did a post on Facebook back when uh, 
Obama made it uh, legalize gay marriage. And I, I did this post to make it sound like I was coming out of the closet. And I was like, and the, the, you know, the, the kicker was I'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body, right? Like I'm, I'm a guy that I love women. I'm a, I'm a lesbian because it was trendy, right? So I'm like, I'm just, I'm a lesbian. I love breasts. I love women. I love their smell, you know, and I just, I've been fighting it all these years and I can't deny it. I am a lesbian trapped in a man's body. And when I did that, I sent out an email that I had some people that were like really like hardcore religious people that, you know, that like, I can't believe this. I followed you for years. And like, I, I don't like, and they were like these really emotional response for people that were wow. hating on me because I made a joke about being a lesbian trapped in a man's body. And so you've, when you talk about being authentic, I'm just, the, this whole rant is to be, it's about being authentic in, in the good and the bad but also knowing that you have to be vulnerable and that, you know, there, there will be backlash and you have to accept that. And if you can't take the heat, stay out of the kitchen, you know? I think you made a very good point, a very, very good point about that. So I, I definitely want to say this to anybody who's listening. You have to get to the point, even when you're in your authentic self or your brand or who you are as a human being, you cannot be concerned about what other people think. Because the moment, and what I mean by that is negative criticism and things like that, you cannot be concerned about no. that because what what happens when you do is you'll try to please everybody and you will lose every piece of who you are yep. and you'll find you'll, 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 you'll be off track on your vision. Um, you'll, you'll not be as productive in your uh, professional life as your personal life. Yep. Everything will just go downhill, man. Yep. I've been to the point where you started listening to any and everybody and uh, you were living – a version of somebody else's life and not your own. Yeah. You definitely don't we're, want to go down. We're that all road. inclined to be people pleasers to a certain extent, unless that's trained out of us at a young age. Generally speaking, like, you know, just even like you're, if you have a dog, the dog just wants you to be happy with it. You know, that's, it just wants to get along and that can be used against you. And like you said, like you can get pushed and pulled to being the singing and dancing bear, trying to appease people. I've seen behind the doors of some extremely large personalities that everybody on this call would probably know if I said their names out loud. And, you know, not every, every some, a lot of them are authentic. I don't want to throw shade, but there are ones that you feel like, you know, things look great, but they don't have everything figured out. And, you know, and, and, and there's different challenges that come with different levels of success. And so maybe financially, they're not worried about paying their bills anymore, but emotionally, you know, or their personal relationships, they're singing and dancing, you know, trying to keep everything appealed. They're like, they're trying to be authentic with their audience. And so they're talking about their personal life, but now they're involving people that are in their lives. And those people feel some type of way because yeah. they're getting feedback, right? Like they're getting because their stories are being told publicly, and they feel a way about that. Like it could, it could. You got it. It's a. It's not an easy thing for sure. Well, it's interesting because, I, and oftentimes when I get interviewed, I tell my story about you know seven years being in a relationship, and um, it was definitely emotionally abusive, and we were at a space where. Um, we just knew that we weren't right for each other eventually, and it came time for that. I never mentioned the person's name. If that person's listening to the podcast and different things that I'm doing, of course she knows who I'm talking about. Right. But out of respect for who she is and her own life and what she does, I mean you have to definitely use a level of – and that's why I said before you have to be balanced in your transparency because there's a way to be transparent with who you are. As and and not really throw someone else into the fire, mm -hmm. um, based on that particular experience. Yep. But and, and people will still feel a certain type of way, even though she knows, and you're not mentioning names or anything of that. I mean, all it does is takes a bit of Facebook research. You know what I mean? And that's <laughs> and that's that's what I'm saying. I I know because I've experienced it, and I've seen I've seen some people wait. Like I'm not I'm not big, 
but I've experienced it and I've seen some big people like nationwide television uh, celebrities, you know, them experience it because of that. Like they don't mention names and all that sort of stuff, but people just don't like they see it and they know you're talking about them and they feel some sort of, you know what I mean? It causes a reaction within them. I'm just, well, all well, I'm trying to say that- is it's, it's all I'm just trying to do is articulate that there's, there's real, because a lot of people be like, yeah, I'm authentic. There are real challenges through being authentic and, you know, success is many fathers, but failure is an orphan. Nobody wants of to course. touch that. And so being authentic, you, you know, it, it's, it's, it's something you have to be committed to. I think definitely. Well, it's, it's interesting that you talk about failure. And I think I have to bring this up since we're, we're talking about, you know, what branding really is and being your authentic self and, and, and having that being very influential in your business. I did a podcast. Um, I, and that's another thing. I started a podcast uh, my own, of my own and it's not perfect. But it's authentically who I am and who mm-hmm. the other person is. So we just went ahead and did it. And we have people signing up and subscribing, people who have been following me. So that's another, you know, very, very uh, good example. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's, it's funny because when it comes to failure, one of the things that I said is failure is never a problem. Failure is always a process. Mm. And a lot of people don't truly understand what failure is especially entrepreneurs and business people because they feel like they don't have a 5,000 member list or they're not making six figures in their coaching business. They just suck. Mm -hmm. And that's not really the case. It just may be something that's going on with their vision or their message, or they may be happy making Mm $60,000. Success is different from person to person. Just because you're not a millionaire does not mean – that does not validate who you are. And I really want people to understand that failure is a process. It is a part of life when it comes to your business, your personal life. If you look at it when you were a child, you didn't learn to walk right away. I mean, you were rolling around on the floor, mm-hmm. I mean, for a very long time. And then when your legs got a little bit stronger, you started crawling, you know, crawling all around the room outside. And then you got a little bit stronger then. And then you started standing up and falling down. Everybody, anybody that's had experience with children know exactly what I'm mm-hmm. talking about right mm-hmm. now. But then all of a sudden you get to the point where the kid is just pure on there all over the all over the place now. They're walking. Did it, so what I'm saying is progress does not happen right away. Mm-hmm. Failure is a part of the process. And I, I'm, I get t- sick and tired of people looking at um, failure in such a negative light. It's necessary. And, and, and when I hear messages of fail faster or fail forward, Hello, everyone. Um, I think thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Irvansky, your host as always. Um, translated and today we have so a much repeat when people guest, hear the Miyoko word, it's Taylor. just like, oh my God, and Miyoko is an internationally well, sure. recognized number one bestselling author, entrepreneur, no, and personal development Failing coach. is good. He works at You're New only Jersey a with people from all across when the world, stop inspiring trying, them to find their amazing give up. You don't want to be a failure, but you definitely want to. You are going to have coaching and neuro-linguistic programming. In particular, his mission is to help you don't 100 want million people fail, take charge of their lives, find their passion, and unlock the greatness I mean, if you're not within. succeeding at anything I've asked him to join us here today to talk about how to build a platform it's, it's, around our passions going and our authentic selves, as we how said to get before. known as the go-to people but, for what we want to do. Failure, so, Mayoko, thank you for joining us, my friend. How you doing? And I think if people really looked at it that way, they wouldn't I'm get good. I can probably tell dumps, I've got a bit of a cold, but otherwise everything's good. It's on the tail end out, so right. you know, and, and if they look it sounds at it a lot process, worse than it is. As long uh, as you stay that, persistent I'm, and take the right actions, you're going so, uh, to see life's progress. Life's pretty good. I live it. I'm so interested I know in this I'm topic because there are a lot of people out there that are, you know, there's a lot of people talking about how to build a list or build a platform and get known, and you've got a different spin on it. And I want to know what kind of differentiates kind of your off, like what makes it, what's, 
how is an authentic way different than an inauthentic way? Is I don't know if I formed that question right, but you get what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, It is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Mm. 
very good analogy. Absolutely. And I think people sometimes they have a misconception of, about how much time they're really spending. Most people aren't self-aware and really actually sit down with themselves and say, you know what, how much time am I mm. really focusing on my business? And and I'll give you a perfect yeah, example. A couple I, really I, good I said gems in 2017, you, said, said, you know what, first of all, um, I said, yeah, I a lot of people think you get a customer to make a sale, but they don't realize you, you make a sale to get a customer. Um, I think it was five so if people, a sale is a golden egg, the customer is the goose who and lays them. Said, so if I'm protein I'm also, powder, what I'm, also going right, to do I'm not just is trying to make I'm a sale, I'm trying to get someone to buy my protein so I can get them to buy it every month or come to me every time they need a refill. And like you're talking about, the money is in that longer term relationship. Short, I really like what I you said also about how, uh, like building a brand because you know, I, I, I got one on brand Success Marketers coming out in March. Because I feel like brand marketing is a way to hide behind my, One of my ultimate goals was so to be in Success Magazine. So a sales rep can't say, I, you know, um, I made 40 I, calls and I made no sales, but I'm putting the brand out there. Self, what my right? goal that's not going to fly as a manager. And with advertising, that's what it is. Advertising is bringing people through the door. Whenever I see like Marathon and someone's spots, they get their little logo on the bottom of the banner. I'm like, I said, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. All right. To make on a relationship with the people you know, organizing the event. The next They're not really hoping to make um, anything off of having their logo that was one of my on the banner. Because no one's like, going to, you know what I mean? Like, that's a meeting That's like being well-dressed like, at a party, you know sitting in the room cool. and not said, talking to anybody. So, many other people that I have so I like that because it, said, when you build the brand, the brand is your relationship. It's based on the interactions. You and I have a brand with each other. Over time, it's being established. to continue to do what I love to do. And it's amazing how your mind changes once you are keyed in and geared in on your authentic self, the value that you're giving to other people, and how that truly fits into the essence of who you truly are. I mean, a lot of the things that most people focus on and uh, the superficial things start to become, I mean, they're, they're means to an end. But at, at the end of the day, you start to realize what what's truly important. So I say to the entrepreneurs and to the business owners listening, you have to really, really buckle down and really consider what your your authentic message is, who you are, how that resonates in your business, and what what's your why? I know that sounds cliche because a lot of people say that, but what is your why? Exactly. You know, what is it what is your why? You made a good point in the beginning of um this podcast or maybe in the middle how um you were talking about something that I say all the time. It doesn't make sense to me to listen to your parents. Um, and, and, and when they're saying, go to college to be a doctor, you spend all this time in mm-hmm. college. Yeah, and you got to be about all these long hours. You got to be a doctor. That's part of it. You got to be about it. But it's something that you don't love to do. I think part of it because your parents did it. Because I mean, I do, I've been doing the same thing for years now where I did it before I was good at it. I would do it free for people. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think it's a real valuable thing. If you're in it just to make some I mean, obviously, we all got to pay bills at the end of the day. You know, and I get that. Sales and leads and marketing. But it kind of comes through. Why do you have to wait until you're not even physically able We've all had experiences with companies where it comes across like they're just trying to get It makes no sense. Like, to me, you just it come makes no really sense. But that's how society and sometimes has designed, it depends on the, the thing. You know, ed- like, what going I mean into is, education and how the transition uh, of life right is supposed now, to be. I, to, I don't want to like, wait till I'm 70 years old and to travel and trike, experience right? things. Like a guy with a I do that. I mean, that's crazy like a, to me. Anyway, it's got like a third wheel type thing attached to it, and that's not. 
like I'm just trying to get where I'm going. So I don't necessarily care so much, but it, sometimes guys, you can tell they're just trying to some of the best ways to reach out to me. You're like, buddy, I, I think this trip every day. That, I know it's uh, not, you know, Taylor, I know it's not twenty bucks. Name, image and Mary, E I, whatever, right? So it's it's important to be that authentic because that's why people come to you. You go to your friend's house to hang out because that's where you're going to have Facebook as well at official. You know, you go to this place to buy whatever. And we were talking about branding and really here because they've got the best flowers and they get the best deals. It's just like they're all about it. It's not force. It's more authentic, like that's who they are. When you go to spend and, your money on um, something, if you have the choice the between three options, one is kind of new and just figuring it out, and they all have to start aired, there anyways, you know, after that, right? So there's a newbie who's charging what everyone else charges. There's a guy that's kind of in it, but he's really just trying to make a bunch of money, and that's his goal, and the prices are higher, but the quality is the same. And then there's a person who maybe charges in the middle of the three, but they've been at it for 20 years, and they just kind of email like, they've got all this wealth of experience. You want to get that, because you know that they're going to be more familiar more experience um, and you know and they just PR, live and breathe and uh, eat public this relations stuff. companies like i remember when i was training too expensive arts, i had a potential all the courses that i wanted to teachers. take and one guy was a single guy who had been so doing it for 15 years stuff and he just like was all about that brand on my own so i wanted to show people you know that's there and it's pretty and they got very you get what i mean like how one was built to make money the other one was all about when they would actually need one consumers today are so savvy how to get your mindset right, how to focus on a vision, um, what are some of the things that you need to do right now to bring power into your brand, and then mm -hmm. how to market it also at the same time. It's www.brandyourauthority.com, and it's B-R-A-N-D, your, Y-O-U-R, authority.com. Mm. Absolutely, Daryl, man. I look forward to it, man. I'll catch you on the flip side. You've reached the end of our interview. Now, first, let me thank you for listening. I appreciate and respect you more than you'll ever know. And now I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. First, what three lessons did you just learn? What three aha moments just jumped out at you? Second, what can you implement for yourself and your business in the next 24 hours? Third, what can you give to someone else to help you with or give them to just do it for you? Whatever it is, remember taking action is the secret sauce to results. Now, if you think this interview would be helpful for a friend, please give them a link to it. It'll help them and it'll help me too. I'd also like to invite you to help me find out more about the challenges you're facing, your dreams, your goals, and how I can help you overcome what's holding you back. We both do better when we know better. And your success is my success. So please reach out and interact. You can visit our website, bestbusinesscoach.ca for Canada or California, where I'm from and where I'm living. You're welcome to also try out one of our paid programs. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and pretty much every other social media channel you can think of. You should also subscribe to the podcast. And if you're enjoying them, please leave us a nice review. It really helps. That's all for now. Once again, thank you. Take care of yourself. And remember, the world needs the best business you can build. And I believe in you.